The following program contains scenes and language of a frank and explicit nature. Viewer discretion is advised. We the people tell the government what to do. It doesn't tell us. You actually have to be clever at being stupid. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm going to tell you something. I've been to two goat ropings and a county fair, and I ain't never seen no shit like this before. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go, you know the you know the thing. What? You referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. Would that be women? Yeah, that's no problem, Lloyd. We'd be classy and sophisticated. Look at the plum bags on that hole's helm. Trying to say Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball. You want to talk about slow? I'll give you slow. He moved so slow, it was like he was raised by a wild pack of turtles. We need a live was it a live rooster? We need a live rooster to take the curse off Jose's glove and I had no idea you could milk a cat. Oh, yeah, you can milk anything with nipples. Y'all have mozzarella cheese sticks. I was chatting on AIM with this guy. Jose is from England, and I speak fluent American, so there's a bit of a language barrier. But he knew really good English. Jesus Christ on a motorbike. What was that? In a room full of God, family, and country. I'm Kevo. I'm your host, solo today. This is Unwavering, Toxic Masculinity from the Dude's Den. I hope everybody is well. It is, uh, so, so I record this at different, you know, times, sometimes in the morning, sometimes evening, or whatever. So uh, it's 12.05 a.m. And uh, pretty pumped up because I have some some extremely... Uh, passionate takes on things. Uh, so for this show, uh, I'm kind of passionate about a few of these things. Uh, well, I'm passionate about a lot of stuff. So uh, generally speaking, everything I do. That being said, um, uh, I am excited. Uh, I hope everybody is well. Um, cannot think of a better subject to start this show off with. So... Having a cigar here, that's uh, sort of a tradition when I do a show, uh, whether I'm with somebody by myself, have a cigar, and usually about the the time I'm done, that's when the show is over. So uh, this cigar here, though, is special. And you ask, why? I'll tell you why. Because, ladies and gentlemen, it is special when I find racism. It is special when I find complete and total ignorance. And it's even more special, like always, when it comes from the side that claims everything is racist. Everything. Let me tell you something. I could be walking through a grocery store and turn the corner and accidentally bump into someone, and I am convinced if that person is African-American, and a liberal leftist sees me, they're going to say that was race-related. 
Everything. Everything is racialated. It's extremely sad. It really is. Because there's so many good things going on. There's so much stuff that people are doing that we should be talking about. And I know you probably will want to talk about it. You know what? I'm sick and tired of nobody standing up for the little guy. There is a, an entire, there's an entire group of middle class, hardworking backbreakers that have nobody as their voice. Not like they, nobody asked me to be a voice or anything like that. I'm just saying, I just, I just felt like the heck with this. Everything I do, I don't care. If one day I'm able to monetize this show, if I'm able to, you know, my dream would, 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 would be to have, you know, Ben Shapiro or, or somebody with the Daily Wire call me up uh, and say, hey, we want Unwavering to be on our network. Like, that would be, oh, that'd be amazing. That being said, though, uh, we have a whole generation, or generation, listen, man, I can't even talk. We have a whole group of, of middle-class backbreakers bust their ass that have nobody to say, yes, that's how we all feel. That's, it, you know, it, it's crazy to think the views that most people held 30 minutes ago are now problematic. I don't buy that. I don't buy what you're selling. I don't like it. I don't buy it. I think it's ridiculous. That being said, let's talk about a few things. All right. So, y'all know who Herschel Walker is? Huh? Herschel was a bad man. Herschel, uh, like like a lot of uh, like a lot of past athletes, okay. Herschel has uh, decided to to get into the uh, uh, political arena. So uh, he played the he played the NFL for like 10, 11, 12 years, I believe. Okay, and um, right now he's a Republican nominee for the 2022 United States Senate uh, for the state of Georgia. Great state of Georgia. Beautiful state. Uh, matter of fact, that's where uh, Herschel played college ball, University of Georgia. Okay, uh, he, he did win the Heisman Trophy there, too. I believe he was like a sophomore, jun- junior. I think he was a junior. Uh, anyway, um, you know, Herschel is, is a, a, a well-known athlete. He's a very intelligent man, which is funny. I want you to remember that. I want you to remember that I said he's a very intelligent man. Okay. Um, he was raised in, uh, he, he, uh, one of seven kids. So he was raised in a very blue-collar uh, family. Uh, matter of fact, uh, he said that as a child he was overweight and struggled with stuttering. He also said that his parents taught him to not make excuses. 
You know, the crazy thing is, is I can't imagine a child that is overweight and that struggles with stuttering. I can't imagine a child being told any different. But the, the sad part is, is there are parents out there, you know it. There are parents out there that will tell their children, well, because you are overweight, and they're not, not, there's some parents that are not going to put it that way. They're going to put it extremely uh, heartbreaking and rude. So they're going to tell them that because you're fat and because you can't talk right, nobody's going to give you anything. You're not going to be able to do anything. They're going to tell them that there ain't nothing you can do because you're fat and you don't talk right. You know there are parents out there that will say that. That's sad. That's extremely sad. I mean, it's just, it's absolutely disgusting. Anyway, uh, so Herschel got into politics, and, um, you know, Herschel was a, uh, Herschel was a big supporter of our 45th president of the United States. Uh, That would be former president Donald Trump. Um, so that being said, Herschel is running for this, uh, Georgia, uh, Senate seat. All right. Um, uh, I think it was in 2021, uh, President Trump encouraged Herschel to run for U.S. Senate in Georgia. So, uh, he reestablished his residency there. <clears throat> and sometime later that year in, in, uh, 2021, Herschel announced that uh, he, he, would, he would run for the Senate seat that was then held by uh, uh, Democrat uh, Raphael Warnock, I believe it is. Um, it, it was, you know, it's dangerous for someone that, that like Herschel, who's in the limelight, former athlete, it is so dangerous for him to get out there and run for for the, for uh, 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 in politics, and and I think it's dangerous because, how, you know, nobody has a bad thing to say about Herschel Walker. You haven't heard news stories about how he's this, that, and uh, he's no good. And he's, you know. but now all of a sudden, when you announce run for a Senate seat or any seat for that matter, if it's not on the side of the left, if it's not the side that the media aligns with, oh, they're going to, the media is not going to be your friend. It is 100% not going to be your friend. And they're the same, same thing with Herschel Walker. You know, if Herschel Walker were running as a Democrat, you know good and darn well, don't say you don't, you know it, Oh, my God, 90% of the media outlets, and I say 90%, well, really 95%. The other 5% are the conservative media outlets. So 95% of the media outlets that are left-leaning, and I say left-leaning, let's be honest, they're left. They'd love him. Uh, Look at this man trying to give back. I mean, you know, plays football all these years, and then takes the time and the energy and effort, you know, to give back. What an amazing man. Right? That's, no. No, not them. 
Absolutely not. Man, they have nothing good to say. Nothing good to say about Herschel. And why not? Because he doesn't align on the same side that they do. That's why. So, you know, when things get said, it's uh, 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 Larry Elder ran for uh, governor of California when the Gavin Newsom recall thing was going on. And the L.A. Times, yes, the L.A. Times had a headline that he was the black face of white supremacy. A black man. That's what the left does. That's what the media does. It, the minute you do not align the way they do, you're dead to them. They, w- they will stop at nothing to belittle you, to shame you. They literally called a black man the black face of white supremacy. Do you know how freaking, uh, do you know how disgusting that is? I mean, it's everything. Every place we turn in the media, they are talking about race. Everywhere. So, Herschel Walker decides he's going to run for Senate. And... Our fine, fine friends over at MSNBC waste no time getting right into, uh, you know, what they feel about the great Herschel Walker. So, um, Hersh- uh, uh, MSNBC is having a uh, an interview, okay? Uh, during this, a segment on MSNBC's The Cross Connection with Tiffany Cross, uh, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing this gentleman's name, or I shouldn't even say that. You know what? I don't know if I'm pronouncing this person's name right, but I believe his name is Eli Mistal, or Mistal. E-L-I-E space Mistal, M-Y-S-T-A-L. So it was on Saturday. So during a segment of the cross connection with Tiffany Cross. Uh, they're talking to Miss Tall, or whatever his name is. And uh, months after Miss Tall pinned a column calling Walker's campaign an insult to black people. An insult to black people. So if a black man runs as a Republican or a conservative, That's an insult to black people. No, we can't say, I mean, it would just be, how terrible would it be to say, this is amazing for all young black men. Despite what side he's on, the fact that an athlete can retire take some time off, spend with his family, and then decide that he wants to give back. Then decide that he wants to go out and hopefully change lives by putting himself in a position 
where he can do just that. Change lives for all demographics, for all colors. No, that would just be, why would anybody want to say that? I mean, what really? Why would anybody want to say good for him despite that, 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 uh, uh, that, that he's conservative or Republican? This is still amazing. This is still a good thing. Add a boy to Herschel Walker. No. No, don't want to say that. Let me tell you what this guy says. Matter of fact, I'm going to play this 30-second, 37-second clip, okay? And this is him talking to Tiffany Cross on uh, MSNBC's Cross Connection. And let me tell you something. It's a... this is terrible. I want you to listen to what this man says. Be a close election in Georgia because Walker is has the backing of the Republicans. Now you ask, why are Republicans backing this man who's so clearly unintelligent? So first off, calls him unintelligent. Right there. Unintelligent. I said, that's one thing. Why you would say that I mean, well, I, just it just why would you call why would you call Herschel Walker an intelligent? He's not unintelligent. Oh, could it be that you align differently, and Herschel has different ideas or different thoughts or or you know? Uh, I mean, could that be it? That doesn't make him unintelligent. Now there are some people out there that are unintelligent. You know, the double standard, the double standard of people, man, what they do when you start uh, uh, going a different way, different route from them. It's disgusting. All right, so I'm going to start it back. He says, unintelligent, that's where we're going to start from. Who so clearly doesn't have independent thoughts, but that's actually the reason. He doesn't have independent thoughts. So he's unintelligent, doesn't have independent thoughts. That's why Republicans are supporting him. That's why he's running as a Republican. Well, he's unintelligent. He has no independent thought. So I don't know what he's getting at. But you know what? Let me play a little more. You know, surely he's not going to say anything just completely ridiculous of it, right? Walker's right. going to do what he's told. And that's what Republicans like. That's what Republicans want from their Negroes. Whoa, to whoa. To do what they're told a close election. What did he just say? I want to make sure, guys. I don't know if I heard that right. Now I'm a I'm a fairly intelligent guy. You know, I, I, I'm I'm I mean a lot like Herschel. I'm unintelligent too. Let me play that back and make sure I got that right. But that's actually the reason Walker's right. gonna do what he's told, and that's what Republicans like. That's what Republicans want from their Negroes. Did y'all hear that? Do I need, I don't need to play it again. You, you got it twice now. That's what Republicans want from their, you know, I got to tell you something. I'm 46 years old. And as sure as I'm 46, 
as sure as that is how old I am, is as sure I am about the person that said that, Eli, Mr. Mr. whatever. You're a disgusting, pathetic excuse for a, a heir. Let me tell you something. The fact that you would say that about another man, that he's unintelligent, he can't form an independent thought. So basically, he's a robot who doesn't know what he's doing, what he's thinking, and that we look, and I say we, because I, I don't I, I don't often identify as Republican because I think there are a lot of cowards as Republicans. I'm more call myself a constitutional conservative. But that being said, he's talking about conservatives. That because he's robotic and does what he's told, that conservatives look at him as our blank? Really? Really? Was there, I mean, any, he didn't issue an apology that I know of. He, he didn't say anything, mind you. I, I, but you know, Herschel was a good dude. Herschel was a good dude. A lot of, a lot of people have been asking him to say something about that comment. That disgusting, vile. Yeah, and you know, are you going to tell me that that's not racist? Just because it's a black man saying it doesn't mean it's not racist. It's completely and totally racist. That's okay, though. That's okay. It, it, it absolutely is disgusting. But Herschel's a better dude than I am. Because you know what Herschel said? He said, when he saw it, he said it reminded him of the differences between himself and his opponent. And the left-wing crazies that believe that America is fundamentally a bad country full of racist people. He said, they want to divide us, turn us against each other. We have our problems, but we can solve them together. You know, this is a good country. Full of good people. With God's help, we're going to bring the people of Georgia back together. Let's make it a day, great day. God bless. He also said that he would pray for him. But I got to tell you, what a good dude. What a good dude to be able to say that. Once again, you got somebody on the left. You know, that is extreme. When you go as to so far as to call somebody I'm just not going to I'm not going to I'm not going to say the word. I'm not going to cuz I, I don't like it. I don't think it's I think you're a freaking piece of crap. Say it, and that's not racist. I'm thinking of your heart. I'm thinking of the, you're just you're disgusting. Okay. Anyway, so you know 
there is so much of this bigotry going on. I remember uh, during the Gabby Petito uh, case, I remember um, Joy Reid, you know, the amazing, wonderful, and racist. Uh, just, I mean, full Joy Reid might as well wear a shirt that says, I don't like white people at all. And th- I think it'd be okay, too. I think MSNBC would be like, yay, Joy, you're, you're such a trailblazer and a ground tracer, blazer person. I don't know. That's what, that's what they would do. They would celebrate it. You know? During that time, I remember Joy Reid saying that the Gabby Petito case being covered by all the media was missing white woman syndrome. So let's see here, Joy. You have a show. You have a platform. You have a voice. Even if not, hey, here's another thing. Even if not on your show, you have a following. You have a group of brain dead people that follow you. So why not use your voice? If it's missing white women syndrome, Joy, why not highlight one missing person a week on your Instagram or your TikTok or your Facebook? Why not do that, Joy? Why not focus on one missing black person a week so you can um, um, bring awareness to and, and there needs to be awareness to all missing persons. That's something I'm extremely fascinated with is missing persons. But that being said, why not do that, Joy? Oh, oh no, you, you don't really want to do it. You just want to bitch that somebody else ain't doing it. You don't actually want to go through the work and do it. You just want to gripe about Something that somebody that's white is doing that that you it just bothers you. That's it, isn't it? I think it bothers Joy. I do. I think it bothers Joy. Well, that that she's just not good at her job. I think it bothers her because she's unhappy. I think it bothers her. That she's with a network that that is it's just an afterthought. MSNBC is a joke, and they're a joke because they let people like this say these things. You know. I want you to know that the fact that here we are sitting here today in 2022 and we're having to talk about every other day that this country is systemically racist, or it's systemically this, or it's systemically that. It's absolute ludicrous. It's not the case. If you want to have an honest, in-depth conversation 
about where, how, what can young black children do to get themselves in position to do things and give back to society. If you want to have that conversation, it's going to start with quit voting in the same people that say the same thing. Quit doing it. Time and time and time and time and time again, the media and Democrats, right here around election time, we start pandering and playing identity politics. Tell me. Tell me what has happened within the black community since Lori Lightfoot has been in Chicago. Tell me something she's done. Tell me something she has done to better the amazing little children that have black skin that are just looking, just looking for a chance, that are looking to go to school, that are looking to get educated, that are like, tell me, tell me, tell me. I need to hear it. I got to hear what Lori's done. She hadn't done anything, but all she does is continue to tell you that the white man doesn't like you, that the country's racist, that this, that's all this ever, it's all it is, and there's no fact or logic behind it. And now here you go. Here we go. We have another Democrat, a black man, who thinks it's okay to refer to Herschel Walker as, you know, it's absolutely, uh, it's absolutely disgusting. I think you're a piece of crap. I don't think you should be allowed back on any station. I think you should have to issue an apology. I think you should have to say, hey, look, look, look. Um, don't agree with this politics, but this, 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 but whatever. Hey, hey, you know what? You're free to do what you want, bro. That's the great thing about this country. This terrible, terrible nation we live in. That it's so bad that you can call another man that. Still get a paycheck. Not miss a meal. Happy. You actually got people patting you on the back saying, good job, man. You tell. That's a terrible, terrible country we live in. All right. So let me get on my second soapbox here now. Ladies and gents. Boys and girls, good Lord, have mercy on my soul. There are a couple hills I will die on. I've told my family this. I've told friends this. All right. Two or three hills, hill, maybe four if I think about it. But right, off the top of my head, there's a couple hills I'll die on. Uh, One is my faith in God. 
Don't say anybody else has got to do it. That's, I'm not going to force anything down anyone's throat. I'm not going to do it. If somebody wants to have a conversation with me about it, I will have it. If, if, if you know, they don't bring it up, I'm not going to walk up to somebody and go, here's what you need to do. And I'm not going to do that, okay? But that's one hill I'll die on. I will die on my faith in Christ. The other hill I will die on. is there are two sexes. There are men and women, or females and males. That's it. That's it. Now, I myself do not care at all. Who am I to care what you claim to be or what you identify as I don't however life isn't that simple and we can't leave well enough alone that you force me and many others to have to care you force us to have to give our opinion then you force us to have to say, oh, nope, 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 nope. I, I want to get involved because we're drawing the line. Right? That's where it starts. It starts at, I don't care. Because essentially what you identify, male, female, this, that, the other, all the, to me it boils down to is essentially uh, uh, who you're attracted to, when you're attracted to someone, you build a relationship. When you build a relationship, you usually get physical in a good way. So it, 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 at the end of the day, it, to me, it kind of boils down to what you do in your bedroom. None of my business don't care. However, I'd be living in la-la land if that's all I said because that's not the way the world works. See, the way the world works is, or, <laughs> excuse me, the way a lot of people want it to work is, no, 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 no. It's not well enough that I identify as this. I want you to say that that's what I am. Well, no, I, I, don't, I don't want to say that. Let's just not talk about it, okay? Just do you and I just... No, 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 say what I am. But, but that's not what you are. I, hate. That's hate speech. So not... And then it goes further. You want to legislate how I speak or what I think. And we're not talking about racial slurs, sexist slurs. We're talking about him, her, his. What that, that's what we're talking about. You're actually trying to legislate words that are not in any way, form, or fashion problematic. It's absolutely ridiculous. 
this is a problem. It's somebody at the pier, top of the pyramid of that problem or of this movement or of this conversation. Somebody's at the forefront of that conversation is NCAA swimmer Leah Thomas, who for some crazy reason, who is a biological male, he was nominated. Are you ready? In case you hadn't heard it. He was nominated for NCAA Woman of the Year. I'm going to give you three seconds. Let that sink in. Okay, there we go. He was nominated for Woman of the Year. You know, in the opener, there's a little snippet of me saying, I've been to two goat ropings in a county fair and I ain't never heard no or seen no shit like that. that the, when I initially said that, that's what I was talking about. I, I cannot believe we are here today. The insult that that is to so many young women, really to women anywhere, the NCAA is saying that a dude, a dude is better at being a woman than women are. Think about that. What in the Sam hell are we actually talking about? Why is this happening? And do you know that when the NCAA When, 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 when the NCAA had the meet, I think it was uh, University of Pennsylvania at Georgia Tech, they said that there was extreme discomfort in the locker room. One of his teammates said it was quite alarming when he walked around, somebody walking around with different parts. The NCAA gave them no notice that this person, who's a male, would be changing amongst them in the locker room. None. Hey, ladies, just so you know, we're in a weird situation. We weren't really talking about it. Sorry, <laughs> didn't mean to do that. Uh, so I'm going to play this clip. And this is Riley Gaines talking on Tucker Carlson today. And this is what Riley Gaines says happened. This is a, a couple, three minutes long, so bear with me. But I want you to listen to it. I think it's very important to hear. All right? Check this out. And so we get to NCAAs. Where um, is it? It was in, um, it was at Georgia Tech. Yeah. And so we get there, and it's, the environment is nothing like I've ever seen before. It was so, like, 
almost edgy. Like people didn't really know what to say, who to say what to, how to feel. Obviously I know how I felt and I knew how my teammates felt, but no one really wanted to talk about it. And so this was on day one. And then that night we watched Leah Thomas win a national title and blow all the other females completely out of the water. And that next day we came back and the mood had shifted to where people were mad. Um, the girls, you know, there were tears. Um, these poor ninth and 17th place finishers who missed out on being named an All-American. Um, there's extreme discomfort in the locker room. There's, you know, kind of these grumbles w of... Is he wandering around the women's locker room? <laughs> yeah. When, and that's not something, you know, we were forewarned about, which I don't think is right in any means. Um, changing in a locker room with someone who has different parts. Um, so they just set a dude loose in your locker room and didn't tell you. Exactly. And so I feel like to have that kind of forced upon us, so not only were we, you know, forced to race against a male, we were forced to, to change in the locker room with one. And so it's just this feeling of like, what is happening? Like, honestly, like, is this really happening? Like, this is crazy. I want you to imagine your daughter going to college, uh, partaking in a sport, swimming, gymnastics, whatever it is, doesn't matter, okay? And they go to a meet, they go to a match, they go to another college. And you, your daughter walks in the locker room and there's a dude in the locker room changing right there with them and the NCAA never said the 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 the, the, the coaches the staff whoever it was allegedly never said hey ladies this is going to happen i mean why you can't refer to them as ladies that's going to upset someone but hey, team, this is going to happen. This is going to take place. We want you to be aware of that. First off, that doesn't make it right. All right, still wrong. Still a biological male. I'm going to quit saying biological. Still a male changing in a group with women. Now, I know what some of you are going to say. You're going to say, well, what does it, what does it matter? What's it matter? You you mean those uh, those 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 ladies that are on that team? You know, none of them have had uh, relationships with men. They haven't seen things. They haven't. You know, if that's what you're thinking, your logic is completely and totally flawed. It's ignorant. It's stupid. And and you just you don't even you're not worthy of regular conversations with people. If that's your logic, you know, that's like saying that because my wife has had sexual intercourse with me. If you want to walk up to her in the grocery store and let it hang out, you know, because she said that that's okay. No, that's not okay. That's stupid. It's ignorant. It's, 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 it, it's, it, quite honestly, it's disgusting. But no, that's okay. And then the NCAA goes as far as allowing the school to nominate a dude for Woman of the Year. I've said this before. I want to say it again. The irony in all this is crazy because 
the left spews. They're they're just they're just a factory of hypocrisy and double standards. They spew this rhetoric that men are the issue. Men have everything. Men do everything. They're the they're the richest. They're the they're the okay. Then they say white people, white privilege. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. It was one of the finest examples of white privilege I've ever seen. When a dude can get nominated, a white dude can get nominated for woman of the year. And he's a dude with a penis. The irony here. The sheer irony. That a white male. Who y'all bitch about all the time as being the problem. You're celebrating. I want you to tell me. What that says. Tell me what it says to young athletes, female athletes. Tell me. If you think it is not saying, hey, we're basically saying that this dude's better at being a woman than you are. If you don't think it's saying that, man, you're actually... the media and universities are absolutely destroying this country. That Those two entities are destroying this nation. You send your children to universities, to colleges, thinking that it's going to make them better people. It's going to make them smarter. It's going to get them ready for a workforce to get good jobs, to be productive members of society. And 99% of these universities can't define what a woman is, preach white privilege, explain to you why white people are bad, I mean, imagine going to a university and being told, well, we live in a country where if you're not white and you're not male, you're not ever going to be able to do anything as successful as them people. Uh, I mean, you, you, uh, I mean, how will you ever make it? I mean, how? Imagine being a child. Imagine being a child, all right? Let's say there's a, a young black kid, and, and he goes uh, to, a, to a school in a predominantly white area, all right? And teacher walks up to him, and, and, and we'll, we'll say his name's Carson. I don't know why. I'm just, I, just, I don't want to say Carson. I just said it. Okay. Say, Carson, come here, sir. Carson walks over, and the teacher says, hey, 
I wanted to talk to you about maybe acting or talking a little less black. Stop right there. Can you imagine somebody saying that? First off, it's wrong. Teachers should be fired immediately. Immediately. You should never be allowed to teach again. You're a disgrace. That being said, and I'm not saying that happened. I'm giving you a hypothetical. Well, it works the other way too. When you're, when you're reading paperwork, when people are telling you to be less white or be less straight, we live in a time We truly live in a time where there are are people, I have read it myself in this little bitty town I live in. I've read it. Where people on Facebook have said that although you don't know it, if you're not attracted to a, if you do not date, a member of this race. Have you ever dated a member of this race? No. Well, then you're, you're a racist. How does that make me... Ra- what? Huh? No. I'm confused. When did I get racist? If you don't know if you're racist, bigoted, homophobic, transphobic, whatever, I would say, here's the way to, here's the way to start. Just find any random 35-year-old to 40-year-old white woman and ask her. Trust me, she'll know the answer to everything. I have never in my life imagined a movie, a screenplay, where things are this jacked up. But here we are. Leah Thomas, who's a dudes, nominated for NCAA Woman of the Year. Herschel Walker's being called N-E-G-R-O-E-S on MSNBC. And it, this, this, is, this is our new reality. This is our new reality. And it's absolutely disgusting. Not to mention, I mean, not to mention that the great, wonderful, and amazing uh, 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 Al Gore says that those climate deniers out there are essentially the same people as the Uvalde police that stood there and let children get killed. Yes, that's what he said. That's what Al Gore said. That if you deny climate change, you're essentially letting children die. You're no, it's no different than letting somebody shoot them and you're not doing anything about it. 
What, what, what is happening? Where are we at? I'm going to tell you exactly where we are. Never thought I'd say this, but we have truly entered a time in this country where what you feel dictates everything. So I want you to think about this. You have a large, large portion of legislators that are basing proposed legislation on how people feel that cannot define the word woman. Think about that again. You have legislators that are proposing legislation based on the thoughts and feelings of people that can't define the word woman. I I just, I don't know. I don't know where we are or what we're going to do. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm just, just, whew. Lord have mercy. I tell you what corn beef has on, 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 on a stick. I, I just don't know. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to say it one more time. I don't know. I, no, one more time. I just don't know. Anyway, uh, that's where we are. That's where we are. It's a crazy time. It's a crazy time. But here's what's here's here's the big deal, though. And to me, this is a very big deal. We're also in a time where giving your opinion or taking a stand has become violent, or it's or or or, or it's looked at as hatred. You're telling me that if I say, look, I I wish everybody absolute best, safety, everybody deserves respect they deserve. That doesn't mean that you get to dictate my reality. Because, see, my reality and yours is really the same thing. But if you, the problem comes in the minute you let somebody, quote unquote, change reality, it will not stop from there. So now we live in a time where if I get on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Snap, uh, Twit, or whatever it is, and I say, hey, look, as far as me and my family is concerned, you know, there's men, there's women. uh, We love everyone. It doesn't matter what color they are. We don't care. We care about your heart. If you are a good human being, that's all we care about. If you need our help, we will help you. Okay? We don't know what white privilege is. We're not buying into this white privilege. We're not doing it. We're not sexist. We're not bigoted. We're not what if we say that, we're the bad guy. Think about that. If I make that statement. I'm the bad guy. I'm a denier of this. I'm a, I mean, it just, 
Lord have mercy. That's what we've done. We have now raised a society full of cowards. We have. People are so afraid to simply say something that is truthful and simple. Because what blowback will they receive from it? What will happen if they make the statement that, no, man, this is ridiculous. Uh, We shouldn't talk about this stuff in school. Um, Men are men. Women are women. Or males are males. People are uh, females are females. And uh, no, there should not be a dude nominated for woman of the year. (laughs) It's crazy. Also, we're, we're haters now. We're haters for saying something that we see right in front of our face. Man, we're in a weird time. We're in a weird place. And and the only, you know, people, if somebody says, well, what do we do? What do we do? Here, here's all I say. I say it starts with quit pandering and giving in and quit being frightened to simply say the truth. If you walk up to me and say, hey, you're five foot four, you're a short person, I'm going to go, yep, I'm not going to deny that. I can't refute that. I guess I could say, no, I'm not. I'm 6'2". I identify as 6'2". All you got to say is reach up and get that off that shelf then. All right, there goes that. So I'm screwed there. That's where we are as a society. I mean, it's absolutely ludicrous that we're here. I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. All I suggest we do is do not let people look at you and tell you that reality is anything different from what reality is. Is that person a female? Is that person a male? Is this, does, do, 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 uh, is, uh, are you racist? If you're not, then do not put up with being called that. We are at a time when the media is not our friend unless you're on one side or the other. We're at a time where if, if, if I say that I believe in God, it's, well, God should be taken out of religion. Well, it's kind of hard. I mean, sorry, God should be taken out of politics. Well, now, hang on. I, that's kind of hard to do. I get up in the day, and I want so bad to live in a world where I please God, where I do good things. So, Therefore, I base, I try to base my thoughts. I try to base my actions on doing good, godly things. But essentially, at the end of the day, if we all want to do those things, then what does it matter? I, I want to help people. 
I want to see people succeed. I want to give them the tools to succeed. I want to be a part of giving, the, giving people those tools. If we all want to do that, then what does it matter? It's absolutely ridiculous that we live in this time. Females are forced to be in a room with a dude changing. This is where we are. And we're just supposed to like it. And that's it. And if you say anything, you're transphobic. Literally asking a question, saying, hey, can we have a conversation about this? It's not transphobic. You saying, I don't like this, it's not transphobic. You saying, I don't want my daughter changing clothes in the same room as a dude. At school. In a locker room. It's not transphobic. As far as I'm concerned, that's called being a good parent. Anyway, I just can't believe here we are. Uh, Get out and help somebody. Get out and do something good. Get out and make a difference in somebody's life. That's what we should all do. However, we're not bad people. Because we believe there are two sexes. We're not bad people at all. We're not bad people because we think Elliot Page is a female. That's never going to change. A name can change. If you want to be called Bill, and you got long hair and large, you know, breasts and all that, I'll call you Bill. If that's what it's that. You change your name legally, that's what you'll be called. That's what I'll call you. You're still her. And you trying to push legislation to get me to say different is a problem. That's a major problem. All right. So um, uh, this is my solo episode this week. Uh, I, I think I'm going to start calling it Kevo Bitches and Gripes and, and all that good stuff. And uh, um, uh, this week, I, I think I've, I've got Caleb on. Caleb will be the uh, the one of my co-hosts this week as we get to know him, talk tattoos and men's mental health and all that stuff. But uh, I was just, here's my solo show. And, hey, look, get out, do good things, help people, say something nice to someone, be a productive member of society, okay? Please. That's what we all need. We all need people that will smile at us. Change your day. You'd be shocked what a little bit of that will do. Till next time, in a room full of God, family, country, I am Kevo, and this was Unwavering Toxic Masculinity from the Dude's Den. Till next time, bye.